A lot has happened in the week of pro wrestling. We've had Night of Champions, we've had Double or Nothing, and we've had NXT if you watch that. I heard NXT was a pretty good show, but we're not going to get into that tonight. We're going to talk Night of Champions, Double or Nothing. We're going to talk some AEW Fight Forever, and we're going to talk that dark side of the ring that just dropped. It's going to be dropping tonight, man, so uh, let's get into it. What's going on? I am Jesse Carter. Welcome to the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Joined with me as always, James Pinard Jr. James, what is going on? Uh, same old, same old, random, uh, great, great wrestling, random ass rain out of the blue. Was In California. Yeah, we don't get rain this usual, and it hasn't been hot for us. And they, <laughs> We're supposed to get a cool summer, and everyone else is supposed to get the hot weather, so have fun. <laughs> Well, actually, it's not too bad right now. Uh, last year, around this time, we were already at 100 degrees every single day of the yeah. summer. So mm-hmm. it's not too bad now, man. It's not too bad. A few people in the chat, man. Let's chat them out. Everything pro wrestling. What's going on, Conrad? Hudson, man. Hudson, welcome back to the uh, channel. B-Boy Skyline, what's going on, man? Uh, let's see what else he said right here. Just saying this now. It was the best time for Jade to lose the belt. Now she can... Now she can do a face turn and go uh, for the main women's title. We're going to get into that for sure, mm-hmm. dude, for sure. Um, but I'm not uh, I'm not disagreeing, but I'm also not fully agreeing, and, I, and I'll tell you why here in a little bit. But, yeah, man, before we get into Night of Champions, because we're just going to kind of dive in. We're not going to analyze every single thing. I'm gonna, we're going to talk about the stuff that we liked and uh, stuff that we didn't really care for. But Dark Side of the Ring is coming back tonight, James. Um, I'm a fan of that show. I know that's not 100% gospel <laughs> from pre- <laughs> previous statements, you know, the whole Ric Flair episode, everything else like that. Uh, but Dark Side of the Re- Ring Season 4 is is back, man. We got some good episodes to look forward to. Tonight is about Sonny and, uh, and Chris Candido. So. Oof. That's gonna be uh, that's a gonna that's gonna be a hot start, man. It's gonna be a hot start. Yeah. What do you think about this? Yeah, Dark Side of Ring. It's always awesome, you know, to see. And we were always like penciling in, like, who should they put stories on? Who can they do? Because they've done almost practically anybody at this point, everybody. And you know, they just busted this one yeah, out. Got and, China. I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't know if it's just a disclosure with maybe the family. <laughs> I mean. I don't don't know. I'm assuming they would have to go through, you know, family and, hey, can we do this? Can we talk about that? You know, I'm not satisfied until we get a Vince McMahon dark side of the ring. I want to see the scandals. Let's let's see the scandals. Vince will not talk. Maybe after he (laughs) dies. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, man. They they did a a steroid trials. So. Yeah. Yeah. But that wasn't. I don't know. You know what I mean, though. Like they've done something on Vince. Vince hasn't like right. Like I said, maybe after yet, his, so. <laughs> maybe after his death. Yeah. Look, I normally we do a short video on Dark Side of the Ring. Um, this time we have not. Um, I am working on getting a new PC so I can edit video better because a lot of the short videos that we have on our channel they were all done through Streamyard. Personally, um, I know we're using StreamYard right now, but I hate StreamYard. I really do. I do not like this platform whatsoever. There's there's too many problems with it. 
Um, I don't think it's worth the price. So <laughs> StreamYard, if you're listening, your platform sucks. I'm just going to go on and say it. Um, <laughs> I'm almost ready to go back to doing like OBS or finding another source uh, to stream through. But as far as making videos, I want to do edited videos and stuff again. So that's that's coming along with uh, some video game stuff. Uh, AEW Fight Forever is right around the corner. I know everybody's been seeing these images drop, uh, some gameplay drop out in Vegas for Double or Nothing. Everybody's talking about it. I'm just going to go on and say it, man. Who the hell did my boy like this? Who's responsible? I want names. Who thought it was okay for Eddie Kingston to go on the game looking like this? Dude, seen a ghost grew hair back. <laughs> Bro, this is not good. That's I understand. Look, like, I understand. Yeah, you know, oh, it's not about the graphics. Bro, you could have made the models look a little better than this. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Sammy Guevara out here not looking like Sammy Guevara at all. You got the hair. That's about it. <laughs> that hair is even wrong, bro. The hair is wrong. <laughs> like, it's not right. The hair is not right in this. I don't know. Did you not watch Sammy Guevara the other night? <laughs> it's like, it looked nothing like this, bro. Yeah. Disappointed in the models, man. I'm excited for the game. I'm really excited for the game because the game does look fun. It's got some awesome chain wrestling in it. It's got some cool weapons that you can use, some stuff that just, like, makes things different in the gameplay in mm -hmm. general. Uh, the barricade physics, the environmental physics, all, all that stuff looks fun to play. But damn, man, they got to get a grip on these models. <laughs> like, it, it just, it, it looks bad to me, man. Like, it's not, I don't yeah, know. It's At this point, I, at this point, I'm just going to, I wanted to play an AEW game to play with the AEW roster. But at this point, none of the roster looks like, <laughs> I think they did a great job with the women. But as far Everybody as everybody else, men, as, as far as most of the men, it just doesn't look that good. So, I, I don't know, man. Um, at this point, I'm probably just going to create a lot of wrestlers and play the game that way yeah. and enjoy it like I did back in uh, you know, the SmackDown vs. Yeah, Raw series. I'm but, pretty sure the first thing, I'm, I'm going to go back to Cause WS. I tell you, it's coming back. <laughs> Cause WS, making a return, man, making a return. Yeah. Here's the formula for Eddie Kingston. <laughs> Hudson says didn't watch AEW on Sunday Hulu was being a pain that sucks man that sucks uh, I would recommend going back and watching it if you have the option uh, definitely go and check that out Roger Stone says Jade was champion for too long and looking forward to uh, relive that loss in AEW fight forever <laughs> Jade looks Jade looks pretty good in the game so does Britt I think Britt yeah. Baker probably has the best looking model in the game that I've seen yeah so far, mm -hmm. I, I would say Britt Baker looks Close. amazing. It's probably the best resemblance. I think Thunder Rosa looks good too. I, like I said, I think they did a really good job on the women. I don't know what happened with yeah. the men's side of things, but yeah, um, just I feel like, like yeah, it's, it's all good. It was Frodo, what's going on, bro? I'm glad that you're in the chat. Welcome, uh, <laughs> Gabe. What's going on, Gabe? He says, Yikes. Yeah. Uh, Hudson says he's now the Korean. <laughs> the Korea God. Yeah, no longer the Spanish God. I don't know, man. Like I said, um, if you're not, if you don't care about the way the models look, this game is definitely for you, man. Like, it's it's going to be, it's going to be a fun, uh, a fun pickup for sure. So, I, I would recommend getting the game. 
Uh, yeah, Brit's model is great. Yeah, it is, it really is. Brit's model looks fantastic. I just don't know why they couldn't do the rest of them like that. Um, I understand that they're not all going to look like 2K models because that's not the point. But, you know, somewhat close would be good. Chris Jericho looks good, too. They just gave him that, like, really buff feature. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where they just... Yeah. Or he just looks bigger than he actually is. So, uh, other than that, man, uh, pick up the game, dude. Definitely. June 29th. We're going to have some AEW Fight Forever content on this mm-hmm. platform as well, man. I'm going to be re- uh, releasing some good videos on it. Um, I'm going to give a pros and cons type thing. We'll, uh, we'll be enjoying it. James had a lot of wrestling this weekend. Uh, I know... Uh, I- from my knowledge, I hear that a the NXT show was probably show of the weekend. <laughs> I, I've heard I've heard that I've I now don't quote me on this. I've seen the highlights. Um, I want to say the match I've heard everyone was talking about was uh, Dragunov and uh, Dijak. That was the one I've yeah. heard that that was. I didn't watch a single match from NXT, but I heard it stole the weekend. And good for them, man. Good for them. NXT has been trailing for quite some time now. So uh, I'm really happy that NXT is kind of back in in the you know in the conversation. And of, let's put of, it out there. Sean has quoted that you will not have this situation of AEW competing with NXT at the same time, supposedly with pay-per-view wise. Uh, again, or he said this before this pay-per-view? No, like after this pay-per-view, he's like, yeah, this was like a one-time thing. It wasn't on purpose. It was just, it just occurred and we had that book date already ready to go. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's good. At least like, well, I don't know. We'll see how full of crap he is later on down the line that might be a vince call too, brother <laughs> put yeah. it up against him damn it put it up against him. why brother. not what's gonna happen we'll smash him out of the water <laughs> so we open the night with aj styles and seth rollins for the world title and i no longer give a damn about this world title because we're already proving that this is an opener title this is now a constellation prize this is not your headlining show when you put a tag team match in the main event over the world title at night of champions. I have no idea what the hell is going on anymore. This just proved that this is second fiddle to Roman, right? Yeah. And it's funny you mentioned this because um, MJF was mentioned the same thing. He's like, do you have, you know, do you hate the idea of not being main event? He's like, that's not always the case. Like, you know, it's, Sometimes, I, I don't know, how would you go with it? I mean, I know it's a new prestigious title, so it would be the bigger deal, but they want to look at it as, well, sometimes there's a storyline that can be bigger than the title alone. And and I know there was conflicting reports. I don't know how 100% it was because of Seth and his filming schedule. He had to get off, you know, once, once the match was over, get on the jet and leave, which I presume that was the case. I don't know. Um. So if that was the case, then I, I get it, I guess. But at this, look, if you're telling Seth you're taking home the title, right? Like, listen, you're going to win the title. You're going to be the world champion. I don't give a damn what Seth has going on afterwards. You're going to put that on hold because we want mm-hmm. this title to mean something. You're going on last, bud. You know well, what I mean? Know. And plus, it's Saudi, so I don't know if they're still taking calls from the prince and saying... Hey, we want this first. You're not going to dispute him. He's paying all that money in the first place. So let's put that into perspective. Um, and it's kind of been the norm for 
four championships, you know, especially world titles to be the opener. Seth has done it numerous times. He's done it at Mania yeah. when he fought Brock. Do I always think it's a bad thing? No, I don't. Here's the but thing, though. This... It always lets you know what title means more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if that was the end-all, be-all title, then that would main event the show. I period. think and I, I think they were looking at this like, what's going to be the bigger picture? What are fans going to talk about more? What's going to, you know, is it going to be hard for you? Let's say you let's say you switch the tag team match and you put that second to last and you put the world, the new world title on there. It's would it be hard for them to, you know, go up from that after obviously we knew something was going to happen with the Usos and, you know, now it, Jimmy took advantage of it. I think they could have topped it. I this is AJ Styles and Seth Rollins we're talking about. I, I have no doubt. I, I understand they can it. follow whatever else is on yeah, the card. Yeah, and their main thing is Roman and the Usos, and that's the big hot thing for the last what three years or so. And they just saying sorry, but even if Roman's not in the title picture, you know they're in a way it's yeah. kind of giving them the fu. But then you got to think, well, there is a storyline there. It's been there for three years, and fans have been invested in it. Not us, but, you know, at least a good amount. <laughs> he said not us, but. <laughs> it's done for three years. What, the, the the bloodline? Which, look, yes, which I understand it. This is where it happened where Jay or Jimmy saved Jay's ass before at Night of Champions uh, in the Thunderdome, and here it is. Now he's def- now he's deflecting from it and taking out Roman. Yeah, okay. Well, look, I don't have a pl- I don't have a problem with the bloodline storyline. Look, if it's making money, it's doing good, right? Not like, to mention that's... Sammy in Saudi. You got to understand that that's a big headliner to them too. No, that was that was huge. Look, I'm not taking anything away from that tag title or the tag match, but I'm <laughs> I'm completely crapping <laughs> on this whole this world way. champion thing because you do not make this title feel important and put it at the start of the night. You just don't, dude. Like it's it's it, now you have lost all credibility. Mm-hmm. Title looks great. Like I still haven't changed my mind on that. Like I know some people are kind of flip flop about it. Oh, it's got the logo in the middle. I don't care about that. I think the title looks fantastic. The yeah, title's fine. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a badass title. I I don't have no problem with the way the title looks. I have a problem with the way the title feels. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just I don't know. I I think that. This should have been the headliner, man. Like, if if you want to make people believe that this title even means, you know, anything close to what Roman's holding, then you need to put this on at the end and show and I, the fans that Roman is not headlining tonight. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much just, hey, you know, let's get this done with. You know, yeah, it's there, but hey, Roman and the tag team match is the bigger deal because then what's going to happen? Like when you do whatever the hell they're doing with the split rosters or Vince McMahon wild card rule. Roman's probably going to end up last no matter what. His his world title is going to overshine the other one. We knew yeah. that at the start. And don't get me wrong, the right person, you know, I'm either one, Seth, AJ, whoever won it, they're going to put some prestige on it. But the fact that you put it at the start, it's kind of, you know, you could have at least put it somewhere at the end, yeah. at least main event, if not at least second to last. But putting it at the start, you could. You could have penciled other matches in there. You could have swapped in and put Gunther and Ollie to start the con start the card. Honestly, yeah, I or you could have had the tag match start the card. What is wrong with Omen, uh, Roman opening the card? What is wrong with that? Everybody else has to open. Why can't Roman? I who knows? They could have even opened with Brock and Cody. I, I, 
I think they're taking it as well. We want to, you know, it's when you play the GM, you know, GM over the game, it's usually you want the, you want your main event to be the bigger deal than your starting. That's not what they has always pictured it. It's kind of weird. I mean, this is, it's the WWE is, way world. bullshit is yeah. what it is. Yeah. It's yeah. And, it's, and, it's, and it's, I'm, it's, I'm just it's over new, it, dude. I'm over it. Yeah. It's been like that for years. If, hey, if you had the world title, yeah, you can go first. It's always, you know, they want to just throw the surprise out there, which, Yes, I get it. It's cool to see that, but then it's like you're kind of throwing down the prestige of the title. This is a new one. You're trying to reflect it and show that you literally just did a promo work on saying that Roman Reigns is a part-timer. Here's a new title. We're going to get a you know a heavy champion that's going to be here every week. It's going to be defended here and there, and you put it first. And shout out to Monday Night Raw, too, because they didn't even defend it on Raw. I feel like if you want to make this important... Why wouldn't you defend it the first night? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. defend it on Raw. We don't have we don't have world title matches on Raw. You want to make it feel important? Defend it. Defend it like they were treat it like they were treating that United States title there for a little while. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's what they need to do. But they're not. No. Uh let's check out the chat real quick. Uh Hudson says he's picking up the game. AEW fight forever. Roger, uh, wonder when we will be able to pre-order Fight Forever before release. I think you can pre-order it right now. I think he means on console. I know it's not in the PlayStation Store still. Oh yeah, if you're getting it digitally, then yeah, you. But yeah, you can pre-order it. It's been you can pre yeah you can pre-order. It's been it up there. It's that. been advertised all over the place. But Roger also says he's picking it up. Hudson says uh, Edge is next, then Solo. I'm not sure what he means by that. Isaiah Hill, thanks for joining the chat, man. He says, I'm ready for AEW fight forever. So are we, man. I mean, the the freaking hype has been around this game for three years now. I think I'm ready to get my hands on that game, too. Yeah. Uh, Everything Pro Wrestling says Macho Man Tree Man. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, rated R Tokyo. Well, you know what? Look, Seth is, is that star, but at the same time, Roman is that star. If that makes any sense, you know what I mean? They finally pushed Roman to be bigger than we all, you know what I mean, could imagine. So uh, it it took them years to push him to the stardom that he's at, and they finally got it. So they're going to continue on with the storyline. And it seems like, and I hate that he does this, and you've noticed this too, of they always try to, hey, this guy's a champion. Hey, what's this record? Oh, let's get this guy out out of the record books. I know he's coming up on CM Punk's record. Yeah. Yeah. They're always trying to make new history. That's that's oh. WWE's thing. They're always wanting to go big or go home, right? So, Rated R Tokyo, yeah. welcome uh, welcome to the chat, man. Thanks for joining. He says, Orange Cassidy is AEW's version of Roman Reigns. I don't mm. think so. Mm. Too different. <laughs> I get it, the orange punch and all that, but... Well, I think he meant, mm. means his title reign, but we're yeah. going to get into that. Um, Rated R Tokyo said, yeah, NXT Battleground, uh, better than Night of Champions. I'll have to go back and check it out, man, because I, I actually really enjoyed Night of Champions. I've heard some mixed reviews on both shows, uh, both, I mean, Double or Nothing and Night of Champions. Uh, I actually enjoyed both. Um, do I think that they were either company's best shows? No, I don't. But um, They weren't have, bad. Yeah, they no, weren't, they weren't bad. bad. I didn't have really major excuses. There was a couple flops here and there, but for most yeah. part. We'll get into that. Uh, everything Pro Wrestling says uh, NXT issue um, is the buildup. He says the weekly show is an easy pass. Yes, yes. Uh, I don't watch the weekly show, so 
it's highlights it for me. Yeah, well, highlights for me on Monday Night Raw as well. He says, shout out to AJ on Raw, hashtag what draft, yeah. Yeah, uh, that was I mean, a Vince look. McMahon thing. They, they, so this is what happened. AJ flew back home after Saudi, and then they gave him a call. Hey, uh, you need to show up. And it was like, what, maybe less than 24 hours in advance? <laughs> yeah. it's. So I don't know what the hell they're doing. I mean, I, I don't know why anybody expected this draft to be any different. Look, it, <laughs> we're going to continue to do the same things with WWE as we've always done with Vince McMahon in office. I don't care if he's running it remotely. I don't care if he's in the building. It's all going to be the same show until we see Triple H finally take it all the way over. Because um, something tells me even when Triple H was in charge, he wasn't in charge. Do you get what I'm saying? Because the show yeah. didn't feel too much different to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some things that made it seem different. Like he brought back the, uh, the, the people that got released. He, he was pushing smaller talent there for a little while. There were cer- certain things the the 24 seven title got thrown in the garbage and we don't have that anymore. So there were some things that like made it show that triple H was calling the shots, but right. I still believe Vince McMahon was in charge that whole time. At, at, like after yeah, everything yeah. we've I never buy these reports of, Oh yeah. You know, triple H is the one in charge. Vince throws yeah. ideas. I don't buy it until I see it. Yeah, it's all family, man. They're all sitting at the dinner table together, definitely discussing what's going on yeah. on Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. It's, These Mark it's, fans, they think I'm running. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Hudson says so so much possibilities, but Roman gets the main event, and he's and, and he's part-time, and he's holding two belts. Facts. Matthew Lopez, what's going on? He says, good evening, all, and hashtag what draft. <laughs> I mean the no Roman draft, Roman being part time. I mean, well, with this recent schedule he just got, he's doing a lot more showing up from what I saw. He's gonna show up yeah. for what, like over 10, 15 dates from yeah, from uh, money to make all the way to SummerSlam. It's a lot better than Brock Lesnar. So uh Matthew Lopez says Orange Cassidy is AEW's nineteen ninety-eight Goldberg. Get out of here with that. No, knock it off, man. Trish Stratus versus Becky Lynch came on, man. This match I, I really wasn't impressed with. Um, uh, I thought the ending was good. A lot of people thought that uh, Becky Lynch got her nose busted open by, um, who was it that came out again? Uh, Zoe, Zoe Starks. Starks. So Zoe Starks actually did she hit her in the chest. If you go back and watch the replay, um, I didn't see her connect with her face at all. Where I think Becky Lynch got her face busted was with the Stratus faction yeah. off of the rope. And she uh, and that was Becky's doing, too, because Becky uh, Trish didn't slam her head into the mat or nothing like that. I think Becky just went to go sell it a little too hard and bounced her face off the mat and yeah, busted it up a little bit. Back so. to back blood too. I mean, uh, <laughs> Becky had blood, AJ had blood. So I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I am happy that they're at least uh, talking about the blood on mm-hmm. WWE. Now they're, they're mentioning it. It's, it is. Yeah, they're not shy but... away from it. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, next match, Mustafa Ali versus Gunther. Um, this look, I said it from the beginning. This wasn't going to be a squash. This was going to be um, showcasing what Mustafa Ali could do, and I feel like he did a good job, man. Like he was doing some cool stuff, and he made it. It's in front for of his second. home crowd, and yeah, you know, it was you, good. You you have to do that in general for the hometown hero. Um, can't wait until Jinder Mahal gets his time to shine in India in September. Said no one. Um, <laughs> But other than that, Gunther is, uh, you know, unstoppable. And uh, speaking of the India tour or India show, I think it's on a Saturday. It's 100 yeah. days or I believe it was 100 days I saw till Gunther break, breaks the 
honky tonk dan record so it's yep. in india so expect jinder and gunther probably or something <laughs> interesting watch them like completely screw over gunther <laughs> by one day yeah <laughs> by one day by the maharaja nobody's breaking records here except for except for roman reigns that's the only person we want breaking any sort of records man mm-hmm Rhea Ripley versus Natalia. This match I uh, wasn't really into as well. Okay, um, for where it was placed, it made total sense because me and surprisingly Chris Lewin stayed up watching this after three, and I and I don't remember the last time they put three women matches back to back to back. When this ended like that, I thought it was perfect the way they pictured it. Then that's about it. <laughs> that's yeah, the only yeah. I can give. Bianca Belair versus Asuka, man. Asuka finally got her uh, her win. I, I heard a lot of people in the chat last week saying that if Asuka didn't win this, she's she's as good as dead as a character. Um, I'm glad she got the win, man. Look, a- as a champion, I've never been really a fan of Bianca Belair. I've just, I just haven't. There, it's no secret. I'm not a fan of Bianca Belair's uh, title reign, but I get it. I get it business-wise. I, I, I completely get it. But now I feel like she can move on to do something a little better because for me, the, the character was just stale. I'm, I'm not the only person saying it. You can go on numerous. You, know, you can go on busted open radio every morning. They would say that Bianca Belair's character is stale. Yeah. So yeah. don't don't attack me in the comments for that because I literally felt this and I agree with it 100. I was just over it. Um, I'm not saying that Oscar's character isn't isn't a little wonky either because. You know, they got her out there dancing. She was supposed to have that character change. I do like the whole Miss thing going on that she does. Um, I like her social media presence. I feel like her social media presence is really good. But other than that, man, like. You could have done it at Mania, brother. But no, you had to do it at this. That's the thing, too, is I don't understand why we didn't do it at Mania. And it did it. it like, I guess she was at a face, or, or was she a heel at the time? I don't. I don't really remember. I thought she was a face at the time, and then she just straight up lost. Oscar? And then you do it, he, yeah. And then you do it here. You do it with the mist on the hands, which I guess Great Muda did that before. Um, I kind of expected. I wish she would have maybe submitted her instead, just a kick in the back of the head. I thought I, I kind of expected a little bit more than that, um, but I mean, th- for once, this company did the right thing and. Let her go over with the whole new gimmick. Um, I, I actually did not like the finish of this. A lot of people were saying I this was a good this. finish. Um, so she missed with the mist, <laughs> missed with the mist, and then had it on her hands and just kind of rubbed it in her eyes. And I get it. Like on social media, she was saying that you know she put like like peppers in there and stuff to you know, yeah, like and I guess or whatever it was. Great Muda because he did it back way back in the day to somebody okay. I don't know who. So, yeah, I wasn't a fan of the finish. Uh, I'm glad it happened, but uh, at the same time, like, out of the dominant reign that Bianca Belair has had, why couldn't we knock her off clean? You know what I mean? So, I I just, I don't know. WWE logic, man. Yeah, let's see how long she lasts as champion. I I wouldn't be surprised Bianca gets it by SummerSlam because, you know, (laughs) if with Vince there... The whole narrative of you got to speak English in this company, buddy, or it's not working out. Yeah, her English is actually getting better, man. It's I've getting her, better, but I've you seen know. her do promotions and stuff on social media. She's she's gotten a lot better. I don't think that they let her. I don't like the way that she goes out there and yells and and sounds goofy. Yeah, and her you know slogan I mean? was always "Nobody's ready for Oscar" or whatever. It's yeah, it's, just it's overplayed and. 
You got to yeah. just you want to keep her deep in her character and keep her dark. I think her English is has definitely grown, man. It has gotten a lot better. Hudson what says Orange Cassidy. Mysterious? Hudson says Orange Cassidy versus Gentleman Jarvis. <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't been uh, invited to AEW yet. Everything Pro Wrestling says Ali is dope. Um, Matthew Lopez, Ali is underrated. See, and look, that's where I differ too. I'm not really a big fan of Ali personally, but maybe I just haven't seen what you guys have seen. But I'll just say that it's changed for him since I know he ever since he wanted to leave the company. <laughs> now he's over here in Jeddah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think that we're getting too saturated, oversaturated with high flyers. That's what I feel like. Like, And this is a style of wrestling that I love. I'm a lucha freak. But when it comes down to everybody working the same style, I feel like you don't have any, I don't, any difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just so like it's like, coffee. where can you stand out to me to show me that I should be invested in you when you're just doing the same stuff that I've seen in the ring from 20 other di- yeah, dudes, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, so I, I, never, I don't know. Yeah, I never really got his gimmick. I know he was known for wearing the mask and stuff, but that's about it. From Way back in the, Yeah, oh. well, before Retribution, oh, he used okay. to wear that light-up mask. and. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Um, you called it. You said Brock was taking the win. Kudos to you, man. You you called that one. I I seen a lot of people, you know, talking about, you know, why did they make Cody look so tough? Why did they listen? If you are selling Cody Rhodes beating Roman Reigns to me, this fool better be looking tough. Brock Lesnar's beaten Roman Reigns. Brock Lesnar's lost to Roman Reigns. You don't have Cody go in there and not look tough. Cody Rhodes almost beat Roman Reigns if it wasn't for the shenanigans at WrestleMania, right? Like, that's what cost him the match. So, why would we not book Cody Rhodes strong going into this match? Not to mention, this is not the same Brock. This isn't, you know, he's been beaten numerous times. This isn't, you know, he isn't just, hey, he recently defeated The Undertaker for a streak. That wasn't the different time where you got to make him unstoppable. He's been beaten since numerous times. He's lost consecutive pay-per-views. The F5 is been kicked out numerous of times yeah you know it's it it's not the same brock and you know well, I mean, hold on hold on a second because we've had this i think i don't know if it was you that i had this argument with or somebody else but when we were talking about brock lesnar everybody's like oh i can't believe like brock lesnar's lost in this how how could he be credible now he's you just named the accolades he is into the streak he has beat Roman. He has been the cha- he's been on top. This is still the beast, Brock Lesnar. This guy can lose. He's not Goldberg. We're not doing a Goldberg thing. Why can't Brock Lesnar lose and still be Brock Lesnar? You still know this guy is a dangerous force to go up against. That's what you're selling me because I've already known Brock Lesnar's character. He was dangerous when he was the next big thing. He lost, but he's still the dude that destroyed Hulk Hulkamania right in the middle of the ring, right? Mm-hmm. When Hulk Hogan just came off of that that uh, undisputed title reign, so destroyed him right in the middle of the ring, or maybe that was uh no never mind that was before Hogan got his title reign, but either way yeah he destroyed Hulkamania, you know what I mean like that was the Brock you were selling me when he was the next big thing and he was going up against the Rock at the time that's who it was at SummerSlam uh, I think oh three right SummerSlam oh three I think so oh two or three one of the two one but. Of, you know. Either way, either way, 
you have to sell Cody as that baby face that is is still the underdog, but still make him look strong because if your plan is still to have Cody Rhodes go and beat Roman Reigns for the titles, which who knows what's going on now. I don't know if that's the plan. I don't know what we're doing anymore. Um, completely off the rails for WWE, but if mm-hmm. that is the plan, you can't make him go into a match with Brock Lesnar looking weak either. Yeah, and so. he's a baby face, and everyone's thinking, well, you got to put Brock in it. You know, you got to put Cody in adversity. Well, here's one, and he's yep. doing all he can, you know. Yeah, so I, I just don't, you know, I, I don't get it. It's a sure way for fans to not be behind Cody Rhodes anymore if you go in there and just make him look weak. You have to book this very strategically. Otherwise, Cody's going to lose all those fans. Wrestling fans are are very simple-minded, you know what I mean? And they change their mind really fast. I'm surprised that fans are still behind Cody Rhodes right now after but, WrestleMania. Yeah, not to mention, I mean, Cody has wrestled with a freaking injury in the past. You yeah. know, so I mean, now it's kind of believable. Hey, he did it with this, and I don't like the angle of the whole broken arm thing. I think it's kind of cheesy, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not, not it's just a cop. Out I, I did love in this match that he was using the cast, though, just like his daddy, baby. Like yeah. I loved it. I loved yeah. it. I was like, man, he's like, I was, I was telling my wife, we were yeah. actually at a birthday party while I, was, while I was watching this on my phone. I was like, this boy better hit Brock in the head with that cast. He better do it. Which, he, did. which he did. And it was yeah. one of, one of Brock's better matches in a good while. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Lopez agrees with you. He says one of Brock's better matches. Exactly. Uh, the same words rated R Tokyo says Ali in two Oh five live was fire. Okay, see, I, that's where we differ, man, because I didn't really pay attention to 205. You're the minority because I don't know who watched 205 Live. You yeah. probably did. And <laughs> I watched know, it when I was there live. Thank you for the viewership. I, I've never seen 205 Live. It was just, I don't know, weird customs, but I don't know. Maybe it's coming back or whatever Luchador show. I, wa- I watched it in the beginning. When they first started it, I watched it because I thought it was going to be something different, and it, it just, I It don't flamed know. out. Yeah, yeah, so – um, everything pro wrestling says not Cody's fault. Hudson said, uh, he had a broken arm gimmick for a reason. People expect Seth to do it. And I can kind of agree. So Seth, Randy and Cody, or in my hopes, Johnny Gargano, <laughs> that's a character that has fallen completely flat. I don't know me. where it is him and his wife. Yeah. Yeah. Everything pro wrestling says Cody can't help. Brock, uh, has, has the repeat matches. Yeah, Brock, Brock's kind of just like one of those, he says it right here, they limit what Brock is going to do, so Cody has to power up. I don't think they limit anything. I think Brock just works a certain way now and goes and gets that easy paycheck, right? So that's, Brock kind of did it to himself. But I feel like what when he was wrestling Roman, he stepped out of that. Because every time I seen Brock Lesnar versus Roman, I was like, God, man, we're getting the same match again, again, again. And every time he did it, it was a different match, and I enjoyed it. Like, they they really surprised me each time. So, I don't know. I, I feel like Brock, can't, he has the capability of working a different match. He chooses not to. Mm-hmm. Every, everything Pro Wrestling says, DIY will reunite. Yeah, until Vince McMahon walks out there and breaks him up again, brother. What the hell is this? I don't like tag team wrestling. Yeah, well, tag team wrestling? Get this out of here. That's what not we no, uh, but um, I yeah, I don't know what happened. I heard that Gargano or Gargano Champa was backstage, and then some. I don't even know what the hell they're doing. 
there, yeah. there's a lot of mysteries in this company. One week there's a storyline, and then it's because they changed their like mind too much. Five man. weeks, and then this person's injured. Yeah, there's too many changes. They they just change their mind too quick. That's one thing that I respect about Tony Khan is when he makes a decision, he kind of sticks with it. I'm sure he's changed some things, but for the most part, he knows where he's going. He gets there, and that's one thing I I respect about Tony Khan and AEW is that look, dude, just it's not hard to come up with a plan and stick with it. Either it works or it doesn't. We'll find yeah, out with the crowd reaction. Yeah, don't you go last I mean? minute. It could backfire. It couldn't. It could work. You know, might as well just pull the trigger and do it anyways. Um, and and mentioning with uh, with Cody, yeah, I mean, Cody's kind of your modern day Cena. Everyone kind of has that Hulkamaniac type, you know, Hulk, you know, waking up. Yeah, like yeah. Cena's doing it a number of times with his, what was it, five or six moves of doom or whatever the hell it's called. Cody has yeah. to have yeah. something similar. So you can't just make it, a, a, you know, maybe later in the future you can have Cody get squashed at some point, but it's, to me, not not yet. Roman Reigns, as much as WWE wants, will never be that megastar like John Cena, though. Never. No. Like, I think that Cody could get there. I think he has the possibility of being that megastar like Cena. Roman Reigns doesn't because he's so limited on what he wants to do, and he's just, he's just, I don't know. You're not seeing him grant all the wishes and make a wish foundation. Yeah. I get it. You're related to The Rock, but come on. It's not the same at first. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's, it is what it is. Um, Everything pro wrestling said uh, they they being Brock's camp, yeah, yeah, they being Brock's camp. <laughs> I get it. Vince say uh, say to DIY, I'll do it myself and make you all enjoy the holidays. Pretty much, man. Vince mm-hmm. is uh, WWE. Unfortunately, is never going to be as good as it could be uh, wrestling wise and show wise <laughs> until Vince McMahon is completely out of this company. Yep. Main event time. Uh, Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa versus Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. This was a very touching moment seeing Sami Zayn come out in front of this crowd. Um, it was so good, man. It was so good. I was really happy for Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could tell that it meant the world to him. Um, this was big, man. Was uh, I didn't enjoy the match as much. Match was this subpar. Um, I don't know how long it went. Probably like a, at least over ten, maybe fifteen. Um, you you knew the typical stuff was going to happen. It was obvious a ref was going to get knocked down. There's going to be some shenanigans. Usos are going to get involved. And I know they kind of did tease it earlier on that Kevin might turn on him, um, which at some point is going to happen. Um, and it was just I mean, but like you said, that this was one of those matches with Roman of. It's a mystery. Is he going to win the titles or he's not going to win the titles? So this was, to me, for myself, I thought it was a shocker because I thought they were going to go in there and some shenanigans was going to happen, of course. And, you know, if they dragged on any any more with this was not doing jack squat, thankfully they did that. And the, the right decision to me was made with how everything orchestrated. Now it's just to the point of bloodline is, you know, corrupting inside the system and now it's just you know people pointing fingers at each other do you think the bloodline stays broken up or do you think they get back together and now we're because jay didn't really agree with everything that jimmy was doing see that's i don't know i don't know why i feel like (sighs) i hope that's not the case where they end up joining back with them and just oh all right yeah we fooled you guys you know and that could be one way or another it could do some 
vestigial thing of, you know, if you don't join the family, I'm going to do this to something. I don't know. Maybe some threats. Or they take something out of AEW's book and do like the Young Bucks and Adam Hangman Page and, you know, you know, give the thumbs up, give the, you know, the nod and Cody gets a victory over Roman for the time. I don't know. Bro, AEW fans will never let WWE live that down if that happens. Because look, I can see it right now. Cody's going to do the crossroads. The Usos are looking at him. They give him the nod and then he does it. (laughs) (laughs) I can see that. But um, honestly, that's some pretty good booking in my my opinion but honestly i could see um i know the family's gonna feud eventually i'm gonna see i want to see if solo is ever gonna win a title at some point he hasn't won one yet I, oh well i know nxt um but this is just a way of cutting corners of hey roman needs to face one of the usos again he needs to fight the other one i don't know what i don't know if they're doing a tag match in the next pay-per-view i don't know what the right direction is but at some point you gotta have roman defend that title yeah, I, I fully agree, man. Look, uh, the turn at the end was great. I really enjoyed how they did it. Um, the pay-per-view altogether, I thought was, was pretty good. It wasn't, it wasn't like terrible. It wasn't, it wasn't great by any means. I would say that this, this PLE, I guess is what they're calling them. PLE is probably my least favorite in about a year. I would say. If I had to put, if I had to put, like, you know, I'd, yeah. I'm still gonna give the card a thumbs up because I, I enjoyed the show. I really did. I enjoyed it. But I think this was one of their one of their better Saudi shows in a good while. A- absolutely, absolutely. Um, I agree with that 100. But as far as the show, I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. How'd you feel about it? Yeah, thumbs up. Um, and I think it was the right decision. I don't know how. Uh... The uh, believe the James. I'm gonna need you to say that shit with your chest. Queen of the ring, thumbs up, thumbs up here. Um, (laughs) he still put literally nothing into that. It wasn't like holy crap, you know. I'm not gonna praise it as the greatest thing, but it was there for me. (laughs) Uh, Rated R Tokyo says you just got natty. Uh, Hudson says steel chair, nah, super kick, and Vince says to that, uh, difference. I think he meant to put chef's kiss right there. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Lopez says, when Roman's going to learn to never t- <laughs> never turns his back on someone, uh, when is Roman going to learn to never turn his back yeah, on someone? Yeah, and the thousand days is on the... He's the tribal chief, man. He don't got to turn his... <laughs> he can turn his back on anybody he wants. And the he's got to acknowledge him. The, 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 the SmackDown this Friday with the whole thousand celebration is uh, the anniversary to the Shield breakup. Oh, sweet. <laughs> There's Frodo right there. Say it with your chest, James. <laughs> nah, not not Thumbs this up, one. brother. Look, Thumbs backlash, up. backlash. Okay, but not this one. Backlash was definitely the better pay per view. Um, I would say double or nothing, man. Double or nothing. This was the card that everybody was really excited for. Going into this, I knew, I knew because Friday we had what six thousand t- tickets distributed. Yep. By Sunday we had ten thousand tickets distributed. 4,000 walk-ups? I don't think so. Because your hamburgers and fries. <laughs> I don't think that we had 4,000 walk-ups. I'm going to say that. Like, I just, something weird happened with this crowd. Um, It's interesting times, man. This crowd was the worst pay-per-view crowd that I've ever seen for AEW. Yeah, Am I wrong in saying that? No, no. And that's why, I mean, look, WWE tried to do Vegas before, and look, they had to switch from a stadium 
to I don't think I have that buy-in graphic. Uh, I don't. So we got I did the not buy-in. Watch, I did not watch that. I know you probably did. I yes, I, I see yeah, the I watched, clips and I watched the buy-in. Yes. <sighs> Look, we love you, Jeff, but good lord, you and your brother need to retire or do cinematic stuff. Do your broken <laughs> stuff. Oh man. Look. Those ropes are slippery, man. They're not ropes. They're cables. You know what I mean? He's not the only person that is slipping. No, I know. I know. But it's like. He's been out of the ring for how long? I mean, dude, ring rust is going to sit in. I don't even think he's. I don't even know if he's fully cleared. I thought he wasn't. I have no idea. That's why they did the cinematic of uh, what's it called? Matt's Matt's match. The uh, this this buy-in match should have never even been on the buy-in. Personally, I just don't. I don't get it, man. Like, this is something that we could have seen on a rampage. Like, this is not like one yeah. of those big matches that you put on a pay-per-view card. Um, even though it wasn't on the pay-per-view, it was free, whatever. It's still like a rampage match to me. Wasn't interested in it. Um, I understand Jeff slipped. Matt Hardy ended up getting the victory. Um, yeah, so now they're... Well, actually, technically, Hook, Hook, Hook got the yeah, victory. Yeah, Hook. But... Yeah, that was one way to squeeze him on the card because Mark Quinn is injured. Um, I don't even know what the hell they're doing with the storyline now. Ethan Page is under Matt Hardy's control. I, I don't. So when this when this was happening, you I I was te- I was texting you guys in the in the group chat, and I was saying, look, this crowd is really quiet, and you were like, oh, it's just the buy-in. Was it just the buy-in, James? I want to know right I don't now. Know. Was it How, just the buy-in? I don't know. See, the only reason I said that I wasn't watching that was somewhere else at the time, so I don't know how much of the crowd was there. I don't know if it was, know, full. it was full. It was full. Okay. Yeah. I didn't see, at least from camera side, from cam side, hard cam side, whatever you want to call it, I didn't see an empty seat. It, it was full. There were people in there. But okay. you could tell right away from some of the people sitting in those seats, like they weren't wearing any wrestling gear. They didn't look like they were cheering. They were just eating popcorn. They were whatever. This was not your typical wrestling fan. This is definitely not an AEW fan. Let's, Probably has never even yeah. heard of AEW. Yeah, let's put out there. When you think of Vegas, majority of people that go to Vegas, you go there to gamble and drink. You don't go there for wrestling events. You don't go there for sporting events. Maybe boxing, but, you know. Listen, I've seen a lot of it's, blame it's, getting put on Vegas. But. We have done Vegas every year. WWE has not done Vegas since the last time it hiccuped where they had to go from Allegiant Stadium and then switch it over to that arena because of it was money in the bank. Yeah. And they haven't gone there since. That's you know Well, no, that wasn't that long Vegas. ago, James. It was like a year ago. And they haven't gone there, and I don't think they're planning to go there this year. Well, they don't go to Vegas on a regular. They go there like once a year. And I think like I mentioned it, they need to move it from Vegas. They're not the only gambling city. You could move it to. So, like, so you're, you're, you're saying that Vegas is the problem. Like, I think so where, it, where was the problem? Point, at some point it's going to get stale. Cause it was not like this last year. It was, I don't know, just the whole Vegas. Like I get it. You want to stick to the thing. I don't think Vegas is the problem at all. I think that people will travel from California. I think that people will travel from Utah. I think we'll, People will travel even from Washington State to go and see AEW Dynamite if you have a card worth seeing. I believe that. I also believe that they would travel if there wasn't as many shows going on. Because you had a lot. They just ran Dynamite at MGM Grand. Okay? Mm -hmm. Dynamite and Rampage. They are going to do the same thing 
with uh, Forbidden Door. They are running all these shows in Canada, and none of them are selling good. None of them, except for For Forbidden Door. You're running too close together. You're running too many shows, and shit's expensive. AEW, when they first came out, promised uh, an affordable... An affordable option, you know what I mean? A uh, alternative is what they use. That, that was their word. An affordable alternative to go and see these live shows. Since the success of AEW started taking off, that has changed. I paid just as much money to go and see AEW Dynamite as I have for a Monday Night Raw. What about you, James? You've been to both. Yeah, you paid no, I've about been... the same. Mm. Yeah, I think I think well, I think yeah, it's about the if same. If you have you to get, think about it, no, it's close enough. I think the dip, yeah, the only difference is you get more wrestling from one show compared to the other. So I think the expense that's where they kind of you know rail you in. You get before you were getting a dynamite, you were getting rampage, you were getting dark, you were getting elevation and all that. Now I don't know if the wrestling has kind of hyped down a little bit. I don't know, man. Look, or it, it, would it be let, a problem to scrap double or nothing and come up with? Look, it's kind of hard to do the theme thing because you can't just put double or nothing in just any other city. You can put it in Vegas, of course. You can put it in Atlantic City, which is known for gambling. Is it time to just you know flop it, get rid of it, do some other theme where it's not? Hey, you have to do it in some town that's known for gambling. Okay, hold on. There's a couple comments I want to get to. Everything Pro Wrestling says, well, I guess what's the issue with AEW shows? Too many pay-per-views. I don't understand how crowds are still filling WWE with issues the same way like you guys brought up. Because WWE has a well-established crowd, and they are mainstream, and they reach new fans every single week. The kids. They reach new kids every single week. They reach new audiences every single week. They're not just going after a demo. They're not just going after hardcores. They're trying to reel in everybody. It's more the family base and I guess, you know, I think it's like family base and the kids that they're driving it. They're driving it. And this and this is and this is bad business right here, too. Every card can't be a banger. Bullshit. Why? Why? You only have you only run five shows a year. You better make every single card a banger. And you have so much time to build these cards, too. And to build a four pillars uh, match with the build that they gave us for double or nothing, it was terrible. It was the wor- it was and, probably the worst build that I have seen see, AEW do for a time. My match. problem with AEW, and I've said this number of times, you guys have agreed with me. The problem they did do, and WWE hasn't been shy. They've done it here, so I'm not going to say they haven't, but AEW does it on a constant basis. If the storyline sucks complete ass, let the wrestling do the work. They'll cover our ass to cover it, and that's not how you should do it. That's not the right formula. You can do both, I, you know, and God's sakes, you cannot, you cannot do storylines and have something booked like two, three weeks in advance before the pay-per-view. Wardlow and Christian, that was built for, what, three weeks? You know, yeah. there was really no storyline with it. There's other ones that... And I've noticed it that they'll focus on one storyline over over the others, and the other ones just get. They just kind of overlay storylines. That's what they do in AEW. They just kind of overlay it with another person. Let's overlay this. No, I get it. There's some times where you got to look around and who can be booked here and who can be booked there. And I get it. There's some challenges in there. I would say at least you should at least get more than half your car to have some storyline built around it. Give it at least a month. 
Ace, uh, welcome to the chat. He said they fell asleep during Chris Jericho versus Adam Cole. Yeah, we're definitely going to get into that match too. Um, yeah. Uh, Everything Pro Wrestling says AEW was cheaper for me in all instances, uh, price wise. He said, and and I guess uh, Conrad was talking about Dynamite. I understand. Yeah, Dynamite. You're right. So here's a thing too that I've heard from AEW fans as well. AEW fans, um, they were like, oh well, you know, what do you? Why did this card feel like a regular show? I'll tell you why it felt felt like a regular show. Because you're booking these cards on regular shows. You are giving everybody pay-per-view quality matches all the time on on regular TV. What else can you book on a pay-per-view that sounds really good on paper when you've done it all on TV already? So it's like, how can we... You know, they've spoiled us so much with TV, and I'm not, like, knocking that at all. I've loved everything that they've done on Dynamite when it comes to matches and stuff like that. But when you give us all that, you're now running thin on options on what you're going to do on your your the cards not, you're making people pay for. Not to mention you have this idea with them of, hey, well, well we're not going to have people fight, you know, back-to-back weeks. We're going to give you different match cards every week, which, you know, majority of the time they have, but when you put some a ladder match on there on a regular dynamite. I'm like, okay, thank you for it. But sometimes you got to slow your roll with it. I mean, raw used to do that sometimes. And it was, you know, eventually they got to the point. Yeah. We'll do a cage match. And it'll be like eight months in a year. You'll probably get one. And then that's it. They got to the, prob- the problem is, is these guys, like I said, they, they book too fast, right? They're booking their dynamites just to give them those fans that top card to try to get those ratings. I understand it. You're a new company, whatever. But when it comes down to your pay-per-views, you wind up with matches like the four pillar match because you, you know what I mean? You're burning through all your top matches that you put on dynamite to, to give everybody this new viewing experience, I guess, to not be like WWE when really you can use dynamites to just focus on story. You yeah, don't have to, it you don't be. have to give us six fucking bangers every time you, you step on TV. You know and what I mean? I, and that's what I figured when they got rid of like the beach break on a regular show. Like they used to do that. Impact used to do that number of times. Now they have like these Friday shows instead of doing pay per view, which is kind of odd. And look where that yeah. slump is going. My my thing is is that fans were saying this felt like a regular dynamite. Well, that's because it probably was. It's there was some yeah, and they booked and, these kind of matches on a dynamite before. And that's there's why. last minute additions to some of these matches. Like of course we're gonna get into it, but Sabu being at an addition. With the with a few days before the pay per view, why are we doing that? Let's you know? uh, get into that opener. Well, actually, the opener wasn't Chris Jericho. Was it? Was it Chris Jericho? No, this was opener. Okay, yeah. This match was so much fun to watch. I this was possibly my favorite battle royal that I've ever seen. <laughs> this yeah. was great, dude. Yeah, I loved everything that they did with this. Uh, it gave me hope that Penta, because he was one of the last ones to be in there, I was like, oh, man, if they put the title on Penta, we get a single run from Penta. Please, let's happen. But, you know, deep inside, I knew <laughs> Orange Cassidy was walking away with this one. The finish at the end when he hit him with the lazy kick, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. And honestly, I was thinking of it. If I wouldn't, I don't know about you, I would have felt, I would have felt fine if Swerve won the title. I would have, the first yeah. thing I was thinking of, First thing you can do, Nick Wayne is coming in July. I know people are having thought but that's, about that in the wild. Yeah, but that's going to be for the Defy title. Well, they could throw it in and swerve it. Hey, let's put both titles on the line. They could do, you know, the typical thing like every company does. Hey, you win both titles on your debut. 
I would have been I would have been fine with Swerve having some gold on him. It it was a good match, dude. I really enjoyed it. No, wrong wrong graphic. <laughs> Where is it? This this match right here. Yeah. Listen. I am so 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 sick of seeing Chris Jericho on every single pay-per-view and involved in every single storyline. I like Chris Jericho, but this is really making me not like Chris Jericho anymore. I'm so tired of this, dude. Like, we didn't need this unsanctioned match. I want this to be done. I want Chris Jericho to take a break. I can't miss him if he's always here. You know what I mean? And and he's always involved in these goofy-ass storylines. I just... Sabu coming out made no sense. Like, when they did that on Dynamite, I, I was like, why? What yeah. connection yeah. does Sabu have with Adam Cole? Zero. It made absolutely and then the, no And then sense. the weird thing is, oh, well, Sabu is going to be on my corner. But then they put the flyer up. Oh, he's an enforcer. I'm like, well, which one is it, guys? And yeah. then it's like. And then he almost killed himself going out on a table spot. And then I'm like, okay, so that's one of the guys. It's three on five. I thought, you know, I, I'm pretty sure Kyle O'Reilly's not cleared. I'm pretty sure nobody, you know, some other people. I don't know. And then. I thought this was going to be the last match between the two. Hey, no, we're doing a mixed tag match on Dynamite. And this just felt, I don't know about you, I've never heard of a, you know, a ref stoppage in an unsanctioned match. It's a freaking unsanctioned match. So, yeah, this is, so when me and Michael were watching this live, I, I, look, this didn't even feel like an unsanctioned match for one. I'm going to just go on and say that. It just felt like, you know, no DQ, whatever. It, It didn't feel like all the other unsanctioned matches that we have had so far. So somewhere along this match, I just kind of forgot that that was the that that was the thing. You know what I mean? I forgot that that was the stipulation. It was just an unsanctioned match. Um, When this finish happened, I was like, oh, that's cool, man. You know, we got a ref stoppage. Like immediately I thought about that. I was like, oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, that's that's really cool. And then I heard the fans booing. And I was like, well, why are they booing? Like, that's a pretty cool finish. Like, it doesn't always have to be a pinfall or something. And then I got on Twitter, and and it reminded me that this was an unsanctioned match. And I was like, oh, now I get it. Like, yeah, they probably shouldn't have done yeah, that finish. Yeah. The <laughs> so. chemistry seemed so off. The, the Just Adam Cole tried to grab the fire extinguisher. Took what? Took forever to grab the damn thing. Yeah. Um, it just felt, I don't know, just some sequences when he tried to do a Canadian destroyer with them handcuffed to each other. It just, oh, that was that was just cringe. Seeing Sabu, I'm like, okay, he's getting his stuff. After he made that tweet to somebody, um, I think they responded to him like, why do we have Sabu? We can't wrestle. He's like, oh, if the money's there, I'll do it. And what do you know? Two minutes in, he's jumping off a table. I like how we can have Sabu on AEW television, but we can't have Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I knew I knew that was the first thing everyone was going to bring up in the past. I didn't (laughs) even know about the past, but or Brian Kendrick did that. So whatever. Hudson says uh, the the four pillars match to me could have been could have been instead of sign to WWE Samoa Joe versus Chris Jericho versus Adam Cole versus whoever else. Samoa Joe and Y2J alone are a huge draw for WWE. Even yeah, I mean. It's however you want to look at it, but yeah, and I get it. There's like criticism with the four pillars. Well, look, the SmackDown Six used to get criticized numerous of years with the people they had. Yeah, so that's how much of a of a non IWC 
fan I am is when you mentioned that the SmackDown six in 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 our group chat earlier, I had no fucking clue what you were talking about. I had no idea. I've never even heard that term before, the SmackDown six. Until you brought it up. Right. You're like, what the hell is that? Because back then, I wasn't on the internet, like, trying to ruin my wrestling. I was, I was just watching it yeah. and enjoying it. it. I don't know. It's so much different nowadays. Everything Pro Wrestling says, I think in hindsight, in a hindsight way of thinking, uh, they should have switched this match with the mixed tag match that's happening on Dynamite this week. I I think you're right. Like, that, yeah. that probably would have been... The better match for pay per view, I, yeah. I believe that too. Yeah, yeah that's, you had that's a storyline. Yeah, you had already two storylines. You already did. I mean, you copped it out. You kind of copied that. Well, you already you pretty much the same storyline when Triple H and Randy Orton had their beef and yeah. women were involved. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. You should have just switched them out, and the unsanctioned match should have been your no Sabu. I don't know. Like I, I said, that know. made absolutely zero sense. I don't know what connections. Yeah, I don't know why. We're gonna we're gonna bust through this, guys. We're ad free tonight, man. Ad free. Just uh, do us a favor. If you guys like Manscaped, uh, go to manscaped.com and use our promo code PWShoot. Also, if you want some uh, good face hygiene, some good uh, cleansing for your face, or good uh, lotions, anything like that, go to calderalab.com/shoot. Use our promo code Shoot. Get that ten to twenty percent off. Um, yeah, no ads tonight, guys. So Matthew Lopez says, uh, Bat- Battle Royal was fun. I want to see OC versus Swerve one-on-one. Yeah, that'll be a great match. I Look, I love Swerve. I love Swerve. He's he's one of my my hometown boys, so I, I absolutely love Swerve. Yeah. Um, Matthew Lopez also says uh, the crowd was horrible for this match. Yes, so once again, the crowd was not their normal crowd. You had <laughs> – so if I'm thinking about the numbers correctly, you had 6,000 AEW fans there, hardcores. And the rest of those tickets, they were just kind of, I'm not saying that they weren't wrestling fans or that they didn't know what AEW was, but it felt like that. It sure felt like that. You had the four for 40 deals there was rumors on the internet. I'm not saying they there, there's any merit to them, but there was rumors on the internet where you buy a burger and fries and you get free AEW tickets. They were trying to pump these tickets out. This was the worst selling AEW pay-per-view uh, that they have done so far. Even though they got yeah, the 10,000 tickets out. Yeah, this I had is to do a double check. I'm like, are we in Corpus Christi? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's wild. And I don't think it had anything to do with Vegas. I, I'm one of those guys that's like, do I think they should move it out of Vegas? No. Do I think that it's a good idea to try it out of Vegas? Of course. Of course. Yeah. You should always you should always travel outside. Which but there's nothing wrong with it. You know, I'm not well. blaming Vegas because, look, you're doing it on Memorial Day weekend. There's deals, there's flight deals, there's everything. How many people are going to go to a wrestling show in Memorial Day weekend when it's Vegas? I'm going to go there. If you're a wrestling fan, I I would. I would. Mm, And as far as ticket prices, when I bought AEW uh, tickets for Double or Nothing, it was for the 2020 Double or Nothing that got canceled at the MGM Grand. Those tickets were cheaper than what I – and I was on the floor – so those tickets were cheaper than what I paid for in the stands at AEW Dynamite in Seattle. I'm just going to throw that out there. So yes, the ticket prices have rose. Yeah, which quite a it's bit. right. Which I I figured it was going to go up at some yeah. point with the demand. I paid a hundred dollars for floor James for for double or yeah. nothing mm-hmm. a pay per view. Yeah, I was third row. Yeah, I paid about a hundred floor for Dynamite and Rampage. Yeah, I was third row, not on hard cam side, but on the opposite on 
the side that the hard cam was on. Um, third row. Maybe just get maybe. I mean, bucks. I'm trying to think what other maybe move it away from Memorial Day, move it to some other week. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, get away, get it, it. Maybe maybe it was the weekend, but I don't think that it was Vegas at all because people love traveling to Vegas. Why wouldn't you go to Vegas? and see a wrestling show there's tons of other shows you're gonna you're gonna say oh no i'd much rather go see magic than aew you'd no, be surprised I don't think, not i'm just here fan. to gamble um but yeah there was no sporting i mean there was sporting events but nowhere like you know there wasn't ufc events in 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 vegas there was no boxing um i don't know what it was general i mean again nxt but i don't know that's how the, much, that's the thing know. too though like you're not talking about casual wrestling fans because AEW doesn't attract casual wrestling fans. AEW attracts hardcore wrestling fans that just like AEW or the Indies or New Japan or ROH, Impact, all that's anything but WWE. Those are the fans that they attract. And when they come, <laughs> they're not going to make that decision saying, oh, I'd rather gamble or I'd rather go see David David Copperfield. No, they're going to go to see AEW. The problem is, is they're running too many damn shows back to back that's going on. I knew this issue was, was going to happen as soon as they introduced Forbidden Door as a pay-per-view. As soon as Forbidden Door came, I was like, dude, no, keep it at the four pay-per-views. Don't. That's one thing that really attracted me to AEW is that you're not overselling. Like, you're it's, not over. You're not overpricing me to get your shows. If you're going to do the pay-per-view thing and not go to streaming, four pay-per-views a year is great for me. But now you got Forbidden Door. All in is not announced to be pay per view, but that's going to be a big show. It might just know. be an annual thing. We'll see how that goes. If it is an annual thing, hopefully it's on a streaming service. They haven't announced that, so I don't want to like spread some false news out there. But yeah. all in is going to be great. That's your Wembley show, right? That's another thing too. Is you are trying to sell tickets to Double or Nothing after announcing Wembley, and now if you're a fan that's going to be traveling to Vegas. You have the choice. Can I go to Vegas or maybe I should go see London and be a part of this Wembley thing that's going to make history? Mm-hmm. What are you going to pick? Forbidden Door in, in Toronto. Um, Conrad opted for Toronto. He's going, to, it's closer to yeah. him. You know what I mean? So when you announce these cards that are different and you're now giving fans a choice, that's the thing. We shouldn't be giving our our limited audience yeah. a choice on what they could pick you, from. Pretty much you want to make a show just like very demanding. Hey, it happens every, it's only here for a year and then it's going to go away. But now you have, oh, well, there's a show in the following month. Oh, there's a show in the following month, you know. Um, and somehow WWE is cons- consistently d- keeping up with the numbers. Now the changes I have seen, the international, they've been going more international because they see the numbers there. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. So Uh, everything pro wrestling says, could international markets be hotter right now? Money in the bank in London, all in Wembley. Yes and no. So I feel like the international markets are. They're willing to pay the money. That's the thing. Well, here's the thing. The international markets don't get wrestling. Yeah, so, so it's a once in a lifetime thing. They're the same. You, you can put the the rocket skyrocket. That's what Clash of the Castle happened. I heard so many complaints that the prices were outrageous. That it pretty much was sold out. Well, here's the thing too: WWE, they are selling out their arenas. Not selling out, but they're doing better numbers than AEW when it comes yeah, to putting masses. It's more and known, seats. and I'm I'm telling you, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, do I think it's a United States thing? No, I don't. I think it's I think it's. Look, I don't like what's on your product right now thing. That's what I think it is. 
why would I go and pay to see a four pillars match that I already know the outcome to? You're not suspending my disbelief in this match at all. We all know MJF is walking away with this. Nothing about this match is getting money out of my wallet. You know what I mean? So why would I pay for that? That's that's what I'm saying here. Um, I get that they you had do to have do it. To have your storylines there, and I, I kind of figured at some point that AW might do like what TNA is doing. They used to have pay per views. Like um, I'm trying to think of one, like Under Siege. It usually is a pay per view. Now they're doing it under traditional. Hey, we're just going to do it on our regular Thursday Impact, a special edition. Yeah, I, I can see AEW just doing that in some time in the future to flag down of you know, like you said, we had four pay per views. Usually have one in uh, what was it August? Usually have one in November. Somewhere I, in like Jan- I'm January, not going to try. I'm not going to try to be is is harsh on AEW as as I feel because I I had a rant on on our on our group chat. I went off like, look, I don't want AEW to make bad mistakes because when they make these bad mistakes. It's lowering the value of their company, okay? I don't want to go back to just having a WWE because I'll tell you right now, if there was only WWE as this mainstream, if AEW was no more, I don't think I'd be a wrestling fan anymore. I'm not one to go watch Impact. I'm not one to go watch Impact. I'm not one to go watch uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. I think I think MJF said it the best in in the media scrum. Those are fucking indies, dude. Like that's how I look at it. Like I'm not it's just not something that I'm into. As much as I love Lucha Libre, I'm not going to go watch AAA. It's not something that I want to sit down and watch at at home. If I'm there live, Impact comes to my town, sure I'll go. New Japan comes to my town, sure I'll go because I'm a pro wrestling fan. But am I going to take the time out of my busy schedule to watch this on TV? And the answer is no. Bottom line is they have to one way or another. Tony, I brought this up to a to a homeboy of mine. You have to have writers, Tony. I get it. You're trying to do all this and that. I don't know. Not with not with Dynamite, not with Collision. I mean, I yeah. know you got Brian Danielson helping you out, but you're going to need that. You're going to have to do it. Yes, I, I get it. Vince's way. Yeah, he had writers and then just changed his stuff at the last minute. But it's been going on for years, and here he is still going on. And you know what I think the problem is, too? Um, hold on, let me answer everything Pro Wrestling says. Maybe do the uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling no card announced until next show. Yeah, you could do that. I mean, I'm, I'm not... I don't think that that would hurt. And and also, like, I think it's cool that Tony Khan releases these full cards for us every single week for Dynamite. But maybe not tell us what we're getting into, right? Because when you show what's on the card, I feel like WWE did it right back in the day when they said, tune in next week to find out what happens. Yeah. They'll give you a couple little things about what we're going to see on this show. But they ain't giving you a full wrestling card. They're not giving you all this because yeah, it's always if you a mystery see a card... Thing. If you see a card as a fan that you don't like, are you tuning you're, in? No, you're not. You're you're not. So there you go. You know? I don't think it's a good idea. I think maybe we, everything should just be a surprise from here on out. It's been to, going for Dodi for many years. Keep Matthew, it going. Once Matthew in a while, Bo- you uh, there's nothing wrong with announcing a match here and there, but not the whole freaking card. Like right yeah, now, absolutely. they don't have a cool, cool card. I went to a I went to a dynamite after uh, after double or nothing. And I don't, I don't think there was a full card released. I don't recall that. I don't remember. It's uh, been a Matthew, while, so. Matthew Lopez says, and they haven't announced it, uh, if there will be an all-out. No, they haven't. Uh, Tony Khan has said no comments. I think there is going to be an all-out. 
I, I don't see why there wouldn't be. Look, here's another thing, too. I think that this whole CM Punk thing, CM Punk versus the Elite, has gotten a lot of fans up in arms about tribalism, right? My team versus your team. That's that's what it is. So now, not only do we have WWE fans versus AEW fans, but we also have <laughs> CM Punk fans versus the Elite fans, and this is within your company. You know what I mean? So I think that this sucks. Um, I think that CM Punk should have made an appearance at Double or Nothing. I think that everybody needs to get on the same page when CM Punk does come back because it's going to be bad. I don't think that splitting your roster up and just to have CM Punk on your show is a good idea because the morale is going to go down. It's not going to be a good thing. But I, I, I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. It is what it is. You work man. as a freaking team. If if there's one F up in the company, you're going down. Is If you lose, it's just like sports in general. If you cause a penalty, the other team scores, you lose as a freaking team. Not one person goes down. Yeah, yeah it's not good business to see who's out showing each other. But then again, the four pillars sure did get a chance to shine and see if they would do better numbers and them headlining every single dynamite uh, with their with their gimmicks and their their storyline wasn't doing better numbers. So I mean, it should tell you something. It seemed like a trial and error type of yeah. deal. There's yeah. And, and that's the down. thing too that I'm going to take this graphic down for a second. That's the thing too. What that's why I don't want to get on AEW that hard either is because this company is still so freaking new, dude. Like, yes, they've been around for about five years, dude. That is nothing. That is nothing. You have to live and learn in these mistakes. Tony Khan is learning as a booker and a promoter to do things the right way. Is he going to mess up and do some bad things? Is he going to have a bad year over a great year? Of course he is. All in all, when it comes to the ratings, is it the best year for AEW? No. But money-wise and business-wise, this is the greatest year for AEW. They're about to release AEW Fight Forever. They're going to make a ton of money on that. Wembley alone is making probably more money than they've ever made in the whole company. They just signed a new deal with WBD. Um, dude, I mean, what do you what do you do, right? Like right now, Tony's con Tony Khan is thinking growth, right? The storylines and all that other crap will come once some other things are established in the company. Just, yeah. I just hope that like this whole like d- you know divide between the AEW roster is not going to stop them from doing good business. That's all. No, I and I wouldn't be surprised if there's some drama in between that whole scenario. Oh, well, it's going to happen. You got a locker room as big as you got. It's going to happen. Jamie Hader yeah. versus Tony storm. Um, Sean Ross Sapp reported that Tony, uh, Jamie Hader was injured um, before this, this match. I, I look, I didn't want to see Jamie Hader drop the strap, but you got to give her props she, at least for going out there. If she's hurt, she's hurt, man. Uh, I think that there's no better way or no better person to drop the strap to than Tony Storm right now. Tony Storm's not killing to mention, it. You do not want to go through the intern championship crap. You've seen all the bad, you know, just all the bad talking on Thunder Rosa. We've seen it on uh, AEW's All Access show. Well, here's the Tony thing, too. Stars. Now that Tony Storm has won this match, which I thought was a really good quick match, too. I thought they made this look good. This was really well done to to get the title off of, off of Jamie Hayden. Right. Um, do you run it back? Thunder Rosa's about to come back. Do you run it back to see who the real champion is? Because remember, Tony Storm was the interim champion over Thunder Rosa. 
Do you, do you run it now? Do you give Thunder Rosa the, the shot against uh, Tony Storm? Uh, it depends. I know what. Well, I'm not saying you put the title on Thunder Rosa, but no, do you run it back? Running, and do you run it back until until Jamie Hader is back up? I I say this is a good filler to to give it time to breathe to bring Hader back after her injury. It would make sense. It and would then, make sense. And, and then, then Hader Jamie, comes and gets her yeah, title Yeah, Hader comes back for Wembley, which that's the thing you got to do. Well, um, I was listening to Everything Pro Wrestling uh, the other day. Um, shout out to them. Go and follow them at EPW Show Everywhere. Branding matters. Um, you need to go and follow them and listen to their show because, according to Conrad, he doesn't think that Hader is going to make it to Wembley. He thinks I the injury is that serious. That's what I've heard, and I don't think she's going to get there. And plus, you're putting someone from England to win the title. Tony Storm is the right participant to hold it. So, yeah. do you have Britt going after her? What's going I say, on? I say you run it. I think the only thing that makes sense is to run Thunder Rosa back. Are if you going to have if she's good to go? You, you do the Thunder Rosa story, and you already have the feud with Outcast going on, and Britt Baker feuding with them. Jamie Hader's already gone. Do you who do you put with her? You already have Sheeta with her. Um, Who's going to be the third? There's so many questions you could do with this. Absolutely. Either way, this was a great way to run this. Um, I, I don't know, man. I think I think it's good. <laughs> Chris Williams is in the chat. Says sigh more AEW talk. Yes, Chris. Yes. Uh, everything pro wrestling. Uh, that's why the brand split is not good, in my opinion. CM Punk versus the Elite, and we will get Rosa. Uh, and will we get Rosa versus Storm? That's what I think we should get. I think we should get Rosa versus Storm. And, and to me, I've already said it, man. Like, as much as they're pumping ROH, ROH does not matter. It does not matter. Like, you can't sell me that somebody should go for the ROH titles unless they're on that roster. That needs to be a completely separate thing. That needs to be your your NXT. That's the best way to put it, right? Like, that that needs to be your performance center is, is, is ROH. Yeah. Those titles should never mean more than your AEW titles. I do not want to see a Chris Jericho versus CM Punk. I do not want to see a Chris Jericho or a CM Punk versus Samoa Joe. I've seen it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. And it's think, not the match to happen for me. And I think that to some AEW fans, there's a portion that want the whole, oh, well, it's a dream match. We haven't seen it in this long. And I get it, but this is, I want a fresh start. Give me matches that I've never seen before. You have two options to make this mean anything and sell and sell tickets, and that is CM Punk versus MJF again. Run it back. Have CM Punk lose if that's what you want to do. Fine. Run that story back and finish that story. Or you give me CM Punk FTR versus the Elite. That is the only way to do this. Like, look, I could see it if you want to give him a two-nut match, but, I mean, it's to, to practice it. I mean, I know everyone... Like, at this point, you have to push the agenda and just, look, this is the match people wanted. This is where you pause everything with the whole scrum crap app and give the people what they want. This is the time, you know, everything happened for that reason. It is what it is. Now let's continue where you left off. Just just do it. Uh, everything no for said, I saw soft brand split. This And so, look, this is not a soft brand split is what I've heard. I've heard this is a hard, very, Sean Ross Sapp has reported that. This is a very hard brand split. It is not a soft brand split that they're going to do. And that's the problem. That is the problem. And, and my question is, is this why we haven't seen Miro? Is this why we haven't seen um, Scorpio Sky? Is it like, do these guys have problems with some of the people yeah, in the back? Like, what, what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. 
Thunder Rosa. So it's like, well, we're letting the inmates run the asylum here. Yeah, we're like, it, okay, so hey, you're, we're just going to, you know, hey, you're going to go on one side of the wall. You're going to go on the other. Don't talk to each other. Do your own thing. I'm kind of afraid they might just bring extra titles. I'm kind of that, scared for that. That's a good That's a good point. Everything Pro Wrestling says, I feel that's why the titles are silver. The ROH titles. Wow. I never thought about it that way, but that's actually genius. I like that. Doesn't Claudio on the ROH one? <laughs> yeah. But I never thought of it that in, in that perspective, yeah. I guess. The the AEW titles are gold, uh, ROH silver. That's that's pretty. That's now, a pretty good uh, concept. <laughs> I like that. Everything yeah. Pro Wrestling also says Punk and Joe has a great story still. Well, not to me. I mean, if you're into it, great, man. Uh, to it me, does, and I know. Uh, speaking of Joe, I know he wrote something uh, not long ago. Uh, I know I'm going to be there at AEW Question. Anybody else in Chicago wants to show up and got an issue? They can be there too, but we'll find out. And that was on the Kick Rocks podcast. Yeah, look, I'm sure that it's going to be Samoa Joe versus CM Punk because the elite didn't want to man up. You know what I mean? I it, it is what it is. If if everybody's happy, look, you can have some hardcore fans that watched ROH back in the day want to see this match. This is not going to draw in any new fans. I promise you, it won't draw in new fans. It's it's going like you said, just going for the diehards. Yep. Exactly. You're you are now limiting your audience just to one fan base. That's it. Uh, even WWE fans would cross over if they've seen CM Punk versus the Elite. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they know about all the media scrum stuff. Damn, I got to tune into this show. I need to see what if they're gonna shoot fight in the ring or what. Whatever the case, why you know, however you're watching it, why you're watching it, that is the the thing to draw. You, you want to draw that controversy and. Yeah. They're just not going to draw anything with with CM Punk and Samoa Joe. I just it's you're not you're not getting any new fans, no new eyes. Uh, Matthew Lopez says, "I hope uh, with uh, Kingston healing up, he wins the ROH World Title. They need to do something with Kingston, man, because I really like I really enjoy Kingston. Yeah. Um, everything Pro Wrestling said, Punk never ever beat Joe. Uh, I think it's something to visit. Well, it, you know, if you want, I mean, when that, you do visit it, it's once in a lifetime thing and then leave it alone for like a year. That's what he says. Punk with. versus elite is number one though. Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely. It is. Yeah. Just shoot, just shoot the damn rocket and just go for it right away. Just do yeah. it. Yep. Punk versus elite is money feud more. So punk versus Omega. I'm down with either of those scenarios, man. I would like to see FTR in CM punk versus, the elite, you know, but now that you've had Adam Hangman Page step back into the fold, I don't see that happening unless CM Punk and FTR get a fourth. Uh, who would the fourth be? You know what I mean? John Moxley. John Moxley doesn't want to work with CM Punk. <laughs> it's not enough from the sounds of it. it does. Yeah, I don't Jericho? think it does. I don't know. <laughs> John versus CM Punk. I don't know. <laughs> Hudson says, Oh, it's crazy. We'll figure crazy it times. out. We'll figure crazy. it out with whatever Brian Dennison and them come up with. This match right here, Wardlow versus Christian Cage, two people I don't give a shit about. Um, I don't care about these two. Um, I'm starting not to care about this TNT title. Um, I sure as hell don't care about the stupid dinosaur sitting in the back of this graphic. Um, Call me harsh all you want. I'm not a fan. Never been a fan of any of these guys. But this was a great fucking ladder match. Me, this was great. How me. are you going to say me? Me. What? What was me about it? I don't know. Just I, I mean, I don't need to bring up the thumb stuff. I don't just the botches. Just okay. Like, okay. I don't so know. Now that you're going to bring up the one spot, dry. 
you're gonna bring I don't up know. the it just spot. Felt, it just felt very dry. Like the storyline. I don't know. I think the storyline bugged me, and that's the thing that why I went back to of, well, well, we'll put the great match in the ring. Yeah, but I, I need, I do need that story. Listen, I don't know. It just you brought up so, the thumb spot. I will say this was the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen happen on wrestling. Like. <laughs> Darn Anderson had like some sort of blood capsule, whatever it was, when he bit into Luchasaurus's thumb. It looked so fake that I I turned to Michael and I said, "Is this fool wearing a prosthetic thumb? Is that a fake thumb that he supposedly bit into? What is going on? Like, wh- why did we run this spot? What is going on here? That was the dumbest thing that I've ever seen happen on AEW by far. Stupidest thing. Now that I've said that, Wardlow is six foot what two? Six foot three? Something like that. Yeah, he's, the acrobatics big he's boy. doing. The Swanton, I'll give you that. That was good. Dude, Wardlow took some monster spots. He took some big bumps in this. He's back against the ladder multiple times. Um, off the top rope. Uh, the the Swanton off the ladder into the table. You got to give him credit where credit's due. Look, I like I said, I'm not a fan of either of these guys. Don't get wrong. The stuff credit where credit's due. Ring. This was a pretty good ladder match. Like, that was so to me. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> God, rad everything for us. Say, hey, Steel. Oh, man. You took a page Jeez. out of A. Steel's book right wow. here. Uh, International Championship over TNT Championship. Matt yeah, Lopez says 100%. I, yes, 100%. That is the title right now. <laughs> I'm already scared at Jungle Put them paws on a mace, DMX bark. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So uh, don't feed the Art Anderson, Matthew Lopez says. God, Rad's crying over here. <laughs> yes. there, bro, I was so I was tripping. I wasn't sure what I was watching when he bit into his thumb. I was like, is that is that a fake? Did they just run a fake thumb spot? What is going on? Like, what that is was happening that right was now? That was very mysterious eyeball bad. Hey, I, I didn't understand what was going on. Look. Other than that, this ladder match turned out a lot better. I was not interested in seeing this. And normally, when I see a ladder match on the card, I'm all for it. Ladder matches are one of my favorite matches. Um, It's always interesting to see how somebody can make it different than the last. Um, I felt like they did that here. I felt like they accomplished that here. Um, It was was good. I liked it. Yeah, but for Christ's sakes, you had a storyline with Hobbs and Wardlow, and you went to this, and I'm like, that's why it felt flat to me. Maybe. Yeah, I agree. You don't need. I don't Arnie. think we should have taken you the title off of Hobbs. Soros. You don't need. Yeah, you don't need either one. And I'm already scared for Jungle Boy if he joins back with them as a heel. I'm Edge versus for Christian that. ladder match, uh, 45 minute match, ending both of their careers careers champ, championship matches. Uh, TLC two throwback boom. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't see Edge. A lot of people are saying that, you know, I, I've heard the comments online too. Oh, Edge should come back and run an AEW. I don't see Edge going no, to AEW. No, once they go to Canada, he's done. He's retired. Yeah, yeah. He's, I, I think he's done there, man. Um, I don't have a graphic for the House of Black. I do believe that was the next matchup. Yes, it was, it was. open match. I don't know why they announced um, this when you had the group, the acclaim already win the. the boy, Max Caster went in on Buddy Murphy, man. He did my boy wrong right there. Uh, I can't. I'm not going to repeat what he said because you know, like I, I, you know, I'll cuss on here, but this, this is not. (laughs) With Dom, it's so so bad, dude. Like I loved it, and and the crowd was so dead for this week, and that's how I knew that there wasn't wrestling fans in there, dude. That there were just people off the streets of Vegas because nobody got the reference, and if you don't get a WWE reference. 
I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? You're obviously not a wrestling fan because you don't like even AEW fans know what WWE is. They know everything about WWE. So it's not like a hardcore AEW fan that just didn't know the reference to Dominic Mysterio. But uh, it, it was a really weird reaction. But man, I was dying. I it was, was it was good, and you could see Brody like, "Hey, that was a good one." <laughs> yeah, bro, that was it was so funny, dude. I loved it. I loved it. Oh. Uh, Matthew Lopez uh, says, "Who's your mommy?" <laughs> you know what's a big deal when Ripley and when Rayo just responds, "Hey, we're over in both companies." That's dude. That popped <laughs> me even more. Like, hey, look, Dom, we're over in both companies. <laughs> <laughs> that is so great. Look, this match was really good. I really love the lighting that they do for the House of Black. I really love the House of Black. I, I like I, the house rules. I do, too. It, just, I, it gives I dig them, them like a different touch. Um, hey, I like the custom titles, too. Yeah, the, the silver or yeah silver titles yep. you got. Um, it made it know, feel more House of Black. Those yeah. titles feel You choose like the dark. rules, but the only rules we have here, no disqualifications. 20 uh was it 20 count out um yeah and you get the side the stipulation i like it so and you're yes they're putting some random trios teams in there but i mean what else can you do you got to spice up yeah. the trios titles in some way with them and it's the right thing to do with them i'm glad they're getting tv time jade cargill versus taya valkyrie um taya was looking really slow in this match man like i i've seen taya wrestle a lot better than what she has been showing in AEW. I'm not sure what's going on with her, but um, I definitely don't want, if you're a new fan to Taya Valkyrie, um, do not be judging the performances that she's giving in AEW. I just feel like she hasn't had her best matchups yet in AEW. Um, I thought she could have been a contender to beat Jade Cargill for the TBS title. It didn't happen. They had a really good match. Dude, Jade has come so far in this in this business she was doing she she was doing uh springboards she yeah. she was doing some amazing things in this she's, match she's came she came a long way she was looking fantastic man and look if you go back about a year ago and listen to our audio podcast you will hear me talking completely different about jade cargo i i didn't think she was going to pick it up it looked like she was you know, going to injure somebody. This, this chick is putting her, her heart into this business. And, and I really appreciate it. And I have become a huge fan of Jade Cargill, man. She is badass. Her, both women's entrances were badass coming out. Um, I really enjoyed both of them. Jade's with, or uh, yeah, Jade's with the nice touch with the sorority. That's before when I heard it was predominantly hated. So it works out. I don't Um, know why it was hated. It was good. I liked it. No, no, I'm saying like the sorority that she was in, they're they're pretty much hated. Oh, I got you. They have the background that they're very hated. I thought you were saying they hated the intro. No, 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 no. I was fine with it. Um, um, Yeah, like you said, yeah, this wasn't Taya's best match. It was kind of slow, but Jade has came a long way. And phenomenal, man. I'm I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah. The the whole thing. she's, She's the full package, dude. Here's here's the thing. Uh, she she wins. She beats Taya, retains. Smart uh, Smart Mark Sterling comes out and announces that she, you know we can beat anybody, anytime, anywhere, any place, whatever. You know what I mean? Nobody can take on Jade because we've beaten them all. She is sixty and zero. I knew this was gonna happen. This is the only surprise of the night. Um, Statlander comes out. Statlander is back, and she wins the title. 
this is the controversy, right? Everybody's wondering, well, why'd we put it on? Why'd we put it on Stat, uh, Statlander? Why we? Why'd we beat Jade? There. So there's there's two things I want to say here. If you were gonna beat Jade, I feel like this is the way to do it because Jade has already had a match. She's tired. She's had her best match, I would say, by far in AEW. This was probably her best match, um, athletically. And if there's a better place to beat her than when she's tired, I don't know because I felt like it didn't make her look weak at all. Losing no, it was the right position. She can use that in her, you know, I know she's taking time off, but that's going to be one of the things. Driven. Well, I wasn't ready. I didn't do it. Mark Sterling did it. I didn't agree to it. So yeah. that's going to be used. Um, everything flowed down correctly. Um, like yeah, like you mentioned, it, it did not hurt Jade, and it went down no. the correct way. It was good, man. It was good. Uh, Matthew Lopez says Jade's best match. I agree. I agree. That was probably her best match that I've seen her in. She was phenomenal. Looked phenomenal. Here's my other thing, man. Statlander, Chris Statlander. I don't know why this this woman is so over with some of the AEW crowd, but I do not believe this is the woman to, to sell tickets for you. I just don't like, that's, that's my opinion. I'm not saying that she's not good. I'm not saying that she doesn't have potential because I think she does. I'm saying that she's not there yet. I do not think that this is the woman to take you into the next version of AEW. You know what I mean? I think that. All the, out of all the people you've had Jade beat, this was the one that we chose. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure she was the one originally to have her beat, and then they postponed it for her injury. Is this one of those situations like I was talking about earlier, where Tony Khan writes the story out and sticks with it, just doesn't change it? Mm-hmm. If so, then kudos to Tony Khan because he he wrote out a plan. You know, regardless of how the fans reacted or not, and he kept it. He, he stuck to it. That's one thing that I respect about Tony Khan. But for me personally, um, I just I don't know, man. I didn't I didn't have a problem with with uh, Statlander I, at first. I think it was too thing, predictable. The yeah, it was too predictable. But I mean, what other way would you can do? Yes, I know there's other superstars you could have done. Yeah, and. You know, yeah, you could have done Athena. Well, now she's and there's a, there's women that there's head. women that she hasn't beat yet because so Mark Sterling saying that oh she's beaten them all she's beaten Statlander hasn't she? No, they never fought. Oh, they, so never. It was postponed when okay. she had her injury. I think it was like all out twenty twenty one or two. One of them she got injured and they just swapped it with something else. Okay. So this was in the lines of her eventually going to happen. Um, I mean. And she's involved. I, I, I've noticed the involvement with her from the whole alien game, which I thought it was cringe to me, but she's, she's changed her ways. And I don't, yeah, I get what you're saying of, can she evolve the women's division? Oh, well, let's see. Let's see what she can do. I, I so hope that, you know. so, so basically the alien gimmick. So that's, so now she's, she, she's gotten rid of that. It's been gone for a while. Yeah. But they never established why or what she's turned into. Right. I think it's just Jade. Well, ever since she, I think she stopped doing it like later on when she joined Orange in them. So I don't know if that's maybe that's the way of pumping them. Hey, let's put Orange in and Statlander, and that's going to pump up the crowd. So Conrad's in the chat right now. I want to ask him how 
Is that any fucking different than a Seth Rollins change from the Messiah to what he's doing now? <laughs> Boom! Mic drop. We do it with wrestlers all the time. They they do not come out and say, this is what we're changing to. It just happens sometimes, man. And that's... <laughs> <laughs> he's got they this argument with him and on everything pro wrestling. I know that he's gonna he's gonna kill me for this. And you know what? Just, all it took it. for Seth was the damn you know the the the, the crowd the just song. echoing. Yeah, yeah. It, no, I think he's talking about like how he dresses. Like, what is the gimmick? How did we get here? But that's you, you know you can say funny. that with like somebody like a Statlander or you know what I mean. Like, I don't know. It, 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 it's this, it's the same thing. He says that they ran a video. I don't remember the video. Okay, ever. It, it was probably a while back. Okay, I, I didn't. That's, okay, so I, a video was I, all that we needed to establish. A video package, Seth Rollins, like, <laughs> Seth Rollins into what he is now. Is that what is that what we're saying here? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I like the Messiah, but this thing, yeah, I have heard it from when I was watching this with Chris Williams. He's like, well, what the hell is this gimmick? Why is he coming out with these goofy suits? Yeah. I guess his thing is I'm the Joker and I can act silly and crap. I don't know. It wasn't the Joker. So, the, so Seth Rollins' gimmick was literally originated since his talk with Will Offspray, and and him saying I make more money than you and all this other. It's him, you know. It's him being flashy. But yes, I, I get it though. They should have definitely uh, established that more on TV. I was just messing with Conrad because I know that he hates the gimmick. <laughs> I love Seth Rollins right now. I think he's more over than he's ever been. But. Um, I get it. Uh, he says everything pro uh, everything pro wrestling says uh, Jade is protected and will get uh, elevated. Uh, I agree. I agree. Yeah, she's taking time off. I don't know how long, but she'll be gone for a while. As she should be. As she should be. And I and I feel like you know she was not hurt in this match. So moving on, man. Moving on. Four pillars match. MJF, Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara. We already knew the outcome, and I said it since the beginning. These four had to come out here and just show out and prove why they were the four pillars. I feel like they've done that. Uh, this was a phenomenal match. Really, phenomenal really good match. match. I love the little twist in there with the whole mentors doing like the mentor finishers and submissions. Um, some of the promo work, I mean, some of the video pictures, like Darby and the, the beating up the Elvis thing. I don't know what the hell that was. I get it. Darby's, you know, creative, but <laughs> I looked over at Michael and I said, dude. Darby better be wrestling in this Elvis gimmick. And rightfully so, he did. He took it off. He yeah, took it well, off. He was wrestling in his regular gear. But, man, uh, great match. Uh, definitely. <laughs> Chris, what the gimmick is ass. Yes, so, I so knew he's going to mention it. One he thing that Conrad and Chris can agree on is that Seth Rollins' gimmick is ass. <laughs> it's a two-pack of ass. Um, All right, man. So, yeah, this... This uh, match was definitely one of the matches of the night, I'd have to say, until we got that anarchy in the arena, man. This match was something else. You had the band playing. They literally replayed the song three times. Wild thing. I loved it. Um, I know numerous of people hated it. Yes, and I know about the Yeah, yeah we're not going to. Yeah. Yes, I get it. He does have numerous shows. He has a white mask, blah, 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 blah. I'm not getting into that detail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were they were talking about, you know, the blackface and stuff like that. I, I will say but, that if there was one thing I would have changed, I would have. So I looked there. at Michael, too, and I said the same thing. I was like, oh, dude, this guy's going to get in trouble. Michael <laughs> looked at me and he said, no, he won't because that's tribalism. What he's doing right now is tribalism. He So Michael is more familiar with the band than I was, but Michael knew knew what was up, apparently. 
Yeah. <laughs> sure enough, after like during the match, I was like, "Oh no, they don't know it's tribalism." <laughs> like everybody's yeah, well, eating. You might know what it is, but yeah, not everybody Michael, else. Michael's like, "Ah, get over it." You know what I mean? <laughs> Michael's like, "No, it's it, I know what they're doing. It's tribalism." Like he he's wearing a mask, and uh, yeah, he had the black paint underneath too. But he usually does it white. I, why this night decided to go black, I have no the, idea. The, the, it's whatever. But um, either way. I'm not going to take away from the match. Uh, this match was phenomenal. It was insane. Matt Jackson, dude. Matt Jackson. With the tacks in the foot, this is probably the most painful spot I have ever seen in a professional wrestling match. Um, dude, how'd you feel about this? Yeah, it was different. And then uh, I don't like the idea, though, of when Claudio kicked the shoe, somebody caught it and... I don't know if this is confirmed or true, but I heard that security ran over there and asked for the shoe back. <laughs> Supposedly. I don't know how true that is. Um, That's but, funny because it was probably an expensive Jordan that he had bought specifically for this. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Sale or resale price. <laughs> Super kick party. Uh, slapping the thigh and everything with the fireworks. Uh, this is one exploding barbed wire death match that did work. Yes. Um, the only thing I would have changed is I kind of figured it out that it was going to be Takeshka to involve. Yeah. I think I would have put him as one of the band members just out of the surpriseness. How would you do that, though? That fool ain't playing no him, bass. I don't know. Just sneak him out in some fashion. No one. I don't know. All right. All right. I think Put him under the ring, too, because like the 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 hat that he was wearing came off. You seen the long hair. You already knew who it was as soon as he was in the ring. You didn't even have to remove the mask. We knew it was him. The match was phenomenal, man. If you had to pick a match of the night, what are you picking out of this event? <sighs> it's a toss up for me because the you know the four pillars. Yeah, the build sucked. The match was good. There was there was. Without you know, going into detail, because we're running really long on this, Eesh. I wanted to do a short podcast today. We did Here not we do that. Um, Match of the night, what do you got? You know, I kind of knew what was what was expected from Anarchy, from Anarchy in the Arena. I'll let you go with that one. I'm still... I'll have an answer in a minute. Anarchy in the Arena for me, definitely. This, it was match of the night. It was chaos. I loved it. Uh hook it into my veins. That was the match that I was expecting to see. And I feel like I got every bit of that. Um, but that four pillars match was right up there with it. I'm not going to take away from that match because I felt like that match was really good. I guess overall, I'll go, what, what are you going with? I'll go four pillars. Even the, just certain things I, that I you said that you, originally that you liked that match more. Yeah. Just okay. certain things like I'm not, you know, I know we're running out of time here. Um, I would say certain things just stuck. Like who did not get the most criticism or most, you know, was not getting the most eyes on him. Jungle boy. He got booed for not, you know, doing his heel tactics. And it yeah. seems like it's going to be, Hey, you know, he's not getting respected by the fans. It might push him there. You still represented everything with Darby losing him, Jeff with the headlock table, which I, I don't know about you, but I love how he does that numerous <laughs> of times. And Sammy's just there being a stunt double. Congratulations to him and uh, Ty. Oh, yeah, yeah. Congratulations to them. That was really cool. Uh, I, I, would, 
I was stoked when he came out with the the cue cards. I was like, oh, sweet, he's going back to the old gimmick. Nope, he just wanted to announce that he's having a baby. So congratulations to him and 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 the beautiful wife. Um, that that's awesome for them, man. I'm really excited. Matthew Lopez says, uh, okay, the build was meh, but the uh, four way was incredible match of the night uh, in, in his opinion. So Mox is insane taking that exploding super kick. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Wizkid, welcome to the chat, man. He says, uh, any link for Dark Side of the Ring? No, but you can watch it on Vice tonight at 9 um, o'clock Eastern? I think it's, it's I think it's 10 Eastern. And Wizkid, I believe you want to see it. Uh, try. I believe it's watchwrestling.in. They usually post them on there, I believe. And the site shut down. <laughs> <laughs> you can also watch all the pay-per-views on there, too, if you want. <laughs> so... <laughs> Chris Williams says the match of the night happened in NXT. <laughs> I've heard that. Yes, Chris. I've heard, I, I've heard that too. So overall, what did you think of the show? I know that the show got, you know, a lot of people were hating on the show. Look, I thought the show was still good. I, the crowd sucked. Don't get me wrong. But there were a lot of things in this card that I enjoyed. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm giving it a thumbs up. This was a thumbs up event for me. It was the, it was Possibly the worst double or nothing besides, uh, you know, the pandemic era, but uh, thumbs up for me. The last two matches gave it the thumbs up for me. The battle royal was, I'd say, the last three. Uh, I like uh, the last three, and the and the, me, and the battle royal was it's really squeezing, good. it's squeezing for me. I give it a B minus. That, that, the, like I said, the last we don't, we matches. don't give ratings like that here, well, sir. Thumbs I'm up, giving, thumbs down. What I'm you? giving my a thumbs up and a B minus. <laughs> You're getting both, <laughs> you son of a. bitch. You know what we didn't talk about? I'm trying to think. Was the real match we missed? Yeah, the match of the night, man. J-E. Oh, yeah. Double F. J-A. Right, I'm going to go take a win. Double T. Howdy, folks. Dude, this match was phenomenal, and we didn't even bring it up. It's like watching TNA all over again with Jeff. <laughs> Shut up. Dude, Jeff, Jeff Jarrett stole the show no, in this match. no. It was so phenomenal, I'll man. Tell you, so I was phenomenal. Laughing, I was telling you, I laughed my ass off when Karen fell. <laughs> Dude, Aubrey taking the guitar shot, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Thank um, like goodness. I, Tony, thank you for learning and not giving this fool the title at all. <laughs> We're not doing TNA again. When he, when he kicked out, no, no. Like he gets up. Ah! Dude, Jeff Jarrett like had me and Michael cracking up this whole match. Dude, I loved it. I saved that for the end just for you, man. Out of both shows, what did you think? Uh, the both shows that we talked about. Which one was the better card? Oh. I think this is the one that I, I got to give it to WWE. I don't know. Just something. To really? Buy. Yeah. This is like, okay. I was mentioning to Chris, this is the first time I've watched a WWE pay-per-view live for something, for some reason. It just, I don't know. Yeah, I know. The you title, enjoyed like, it more, huh? It's, I guess the structure was a little better than AEW's. Well, the structure is always better than The structure AEW's. was there. Like, let's the be honest. Let's call, yeah, yeah. call a spade a spade. Like, it, it is thought, what it is. I thought, like, I agree with everybody else. I thought that was one of their best Saudi shows. So I disagree. I actually enjoyed Double or Nothing more uh, than Night of Champions. But it was close because I enjoyed both shows. 
I didn't watch yes. NXT, so Chris may be right on that no match worry. of the night. NXT Battleground is is there. I'll have to watch it. Yes, I've heard of two good matches on that card. I will go back and check that out just because everybody's speaking highly of it. And, and I'm happy for NXT because that show has been dead to me for but, a very long time. But the match of the night on NXT, let's just say that Jericho and Cole should have went that route because that's what they should have been. All right, guys, check out Dark Side of the Ring tonight. Uh, first episode of season four. Go check it out on Vice. Can't wait to watch that tonight. Other than that, man, you guys can follow us everywhere at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. I can't even find my graphic right now. There it is. Everywhere at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, leave us a friendly review and that five-star rating, man. We are 24 listeners away from being monetized on Spotify. Fun fact. Go and share that podcast and get us monetized, man. I'd really love to start making some money from Spotify. Lord knows they fuck every artist that they go that goes onto that platform. So uh yeah, let's get some money out of Spotify, man. And and if you're watching this video, make sure to like it, leave a comment afterwards, and don't forget to subscribe. I am Jesse Carter, he's James Bernard Jr. We'll see you next week, right here. On the pro wrestling shoot. Pro, pro, pro wrestling shoot.